Hey guys, welcome to Ultimo Pasto. It is a podcast where we talk about the nuances of food and what exactly goes behind cooking a perfect plate by understanding the entire process of turning those simple raw ingredients into a scrumptious meal. If you're new here, I am your host and a fellow foodie, Ayushi Agrawal, a culinary arts student determined to sharing my culinary gyan with you through curated topics every week. You can reach out to me on Instagram at the rate Ultimo Pasto or through email Ultimo Pasto at the rate gmail.com. Okay, so without further ado, let's get to today's topic that is al dante. We have all heard this word thrown around a lot pasta al dante. So, what exactly does it mean? Now, in typical Italian, it translates as to the tooth, which implies that something is cooked firm to the bite mostly in reference to pasta or risotto. Now, risotto is a very popular dish made of Italian rice, arborio. However, some vegetables such as carrots can also be called al dante if they are cooked firm to the bite. Now, from here on, I will only speak pasta, but no, that the reference extends to rice as well. Okay, so the classic sign of pasta or rice cooked al dante is when they have a slightly white center, that is a white line that is apparent as soon as you take a bite and look in the middle. It is basically just a very slightly raw center which gives pasta its bite. However, it shouldn't be too raw so as to taste raw. On that note, when pasta is intentionally slightly undercooked, mostly to be blanched later for a second round of cooking, it is called molto al dante. Now, does anybody else wonder? How do Italians manage to stay fit even after eating so much pasta? I certainly did. Until I found out one of the reasons of this smart eating practices is that the pasta that is cooked al dante has a lower glycemic index or GI than the pasta that is cooked soft. Now what is glycemic index? Listen carefully because I am going to talk a little nerdy here. Glycemic index or GI is an index that is used for quantifying the relative rapidity with which the body breaks down carbs. So put simply, the lower the GI of a particular food item, the slower our body breaks it down and digests it, keeping us full for longer. It satiates us for a longer duration of time, making us crave less and vice versa for food items with higher GI, in which our body breaks down carbs faster, leading to a sudden spike in blood sugar level. Now, this has a twin interdependent effect on the body. Massive amounts of energy is produced suddenly as the carbs break down faster, casting strain on the body to digest it quicker, making us lethargic and tired. And on the other hand, since we tend to rest after a huge meal, the energy produced is not utilized, leading to excess energy to store as fat in the body. So yeah, al dante is the way to go for those Italian god bodies. Oh. Now that being said, I want to take a moment and ask you guys, if you found this bit a little too nerdy or interesting, comment or reach out on Instagram to let me know. I can most certainly keep that in mind for the next episodes. Okay, now back to pasta. We know now what is al dante, what it implies, its classic sign and health benefits. But what exactly makes your pasta al dante? Is it the flour, presence of eggs? Hydration, the kind of oil used, cooking time or salt. What 
is it exactly that contributes to that firm bite texture to pasta turns out it is a combination of a lot of things first let's start with the dough pasta dough is typically made with double o flour which is an italian grade for the most finely milled powdery flour it has 7 to 11% protein content the tiny particles in this flour mix easily and help to make silky smooth pasta however it is important to note that double o flour is not essential all purpose flour or cake flours can also be used although a low protein flour is important when making fresh egg pasta as the eggs protein as the eggs provide the protein needed to bind the pasta together so using a high protein flour would result in a dense rubbery pasta on the other hand durum wheat flour that is semolina or suji as we call it isn't suitable for fresh pasta recipes that contain egg as it has high gluten or protein content however it is suitable for non egg pasta recipes and perfect for dried pasta now that being said the true magic of dough is in its kneading that too by hand even if you are using kitchen aid after 30 to 60 seconds take it out on the counter and knead by hand feel that dough against your palm take time to savor the process hmm this builds gluten networks and helps create a strong elastic dough the trick though is in folding it when you roll the dough out try fold it back and roll again repeat this at least thrice now you might be wondering why go through all this fuss but it is a very important step as this will give strength and structure to the dough so that it doesn't disintegrate or turn into a lumpy mess when put in boiling water now let's talk about salt what is the role of salt other than improving flavor well it's very interesting to see how salt not just amplifies taste it also increases the boiling point of water the boiling point of water is 100 degree celsius on sea level now it's important to know that it does not increase the boiling point substantially but it does slow down the boiling letting pasta cook evenly and making it easier to cook al dente okay so now we know what is al dente what is molto al dente we talked about nutrition and we saw how the choice of flour right technique and salt impacts the al danteness of pasta uh okay it is not actually a word i just made it up but no i am not sorry <laughs> hmm okay now we move to the million dollar question is fresh pasta better than dried cue drum rolls okay let's see and the answer is are you ready okay wait for it the answer is yes but no <sighs> yeah i know but before you judge me for all the drama let me explain to be fair the answer here cannot be generalized it depends on what you're making or the sauce you're using both the fresh homemade and store bought pasta have different taste and texture many people think of dried pasta as a cheap alternative to fresh but in italy these are treated as two separate ingredients fresh pasta made with eggs has a tender consistency and a more luxurious buttery flavor than dried pasta it pairs well with creamy or cheese based sauces 
On the other hand, dried pasta has a firmer bite, so it is easier to cook al dente. And since it is robust, it is best paired with oily, meaty sauces. Though the exception here being bolognese, which is traditionally served with fresh tagliatelle. Now, if we look at cooking times, dried pasta is made with strong durum wheat flour and water. The dough is well rested and folded repeatedly to form a strong gluten network, making it easier to making it take longer to cook usually for about 9 to 11 minutes and therefore dried pasta works better with soups and is default for some recipes such as puttanesca carbonara etc the fresh pasta however is delicate in comparison the fat from egg yolks or oil and butter used in veg pasta lends tenderness and the protein from eggs or gluten from flour gives pasta its strength Now since it is already fully hydrated it cooks quickly in boiling water usually 2 3 minutes Also let's talk about stuffed pasta here because fresh is obviously the undisputed winner The sad little grey lump filling inside store bought ravioli or tortellini etc is usually pretty nasty It doesn't even compare with handmade And if you're using the frozen version, the water droplets frozen inside the pasta will only make the pasta soggy while cooking, which we absolutely do not want. It's just opposite of al dente. Okay, so I will stop here. But yeah, fresh for stuffed pasta, and so does not deserve any more mention in this episode. Okay, I will stop. But yeah, always fresh for stuffed pasta. Hmm. Now I'm tempted to go through the entire process of boiling pasta with you guys. A little context here though. While editing the episode, I asked a friend if she knew how to boil pasta. She simply asked if there was anything specific to the process, and that she just boils it for fifteen minutes in water with salt and oil. I then asked her if she drained her pasta in cold water after, and she said yes. Well, does seem right, doesn't it? But no. wrong there are few simple things fundamentally wrong with this process first of all start with boiling water not cold water whether it's fresh or dry pasta add at least a handful of salt remember here you're putting salt for the water not the amount of pasta as only some of it will be absorbed the rest will be drained with the water and oil ugh Italians do not add oil while boiling the pasta as it is straight away put in sauce after boiling which is often simmering on the other gas stains along with boiling water and they put olive oil in sauce but what about sticking okay so as for the sticking of the pasta goes the pasta does leave sticky starch as soon as it starts cooking but there is a way around it as simple as stirring Make sure to keep stirring it. Do not let pasta out of your sight, you guys. Keep a strainer in the sink ready to avoid any carryover cooking. Now, whether dry or fresh, the only real way of actually knowing if your pasta is cooked is by taking a small bite and tasting it. Be careful though. Do not drain your pasta in cold water after it is cooked, as then it will wash off all the starch and starch is what marries your pasta to the sauce. making it stick to the pasta and it also contributes to a lot of flavor 
that is why italians always reserve a cup of pasta water to add to the sauce adding to its richness now some points to be noted here for dry pasta the level of water should be at least twice the amount of pasta because as it rehydrates it will expand in size and will need enough room to float freely as for the fresh pasta it is delicate so stir it gently start stirring as soon as the water becomes a little cloudy which will happen due to the starch leaving the pasta if you stir it too soon or too much you will risk the pasta sticking to your stirrer and disintegrating in water don't worry it will cook quickly in 2 3 minutes and will start floating on the top which is an indicator of taking it out of your pan it is now cooked now get do not add oil in boiling water and do not drain your pasta in cold water after boiling that starch is your friend that starch is what gives your pasta the wholesome flavor okay that's all for al dante except i save the best for the last an interesting fact to make this exercise a whole lot fun not that making pasta needs any motivation but here's a little italian routine for you you see in an italian household when the mother throws in the pasta in the boiling water pot she will shout buto la pasta which tells everybody in the house that they have maximum 10 minutes now to complete whatever they are doing and come to the table now since the entire setup is already ready the strainer in the sink the sauce on the other gas range when the pasta is thrown in the strainer she will shout la pasta a pronta la pasta e pronta telling everybody to drop anything and everything they are doing and come straight to the table within 2 minutes this is just how seriously italians celebrate their pasta and its cooking process every single day god i love italians i hope you learned a few things about pasta i sincerely hope that you'll try it cooking this way and appreciate the beautiful texture of a perfectly cooked al dente pasta just as much as i love recording this episode do it the italian way buon appetito now as part of ritual a little something about next week the topic we'd be covering is buckwheat flour now hearing this term for the first time or can you guess Do you know it? Well, I'll let you guessing this one. A hint though, we all use it at least twice a year. Wow. Okay. Now this is getting fun. You were listening to Altimo Pasto and this is me Ayushi Agrawal signing off. Until next week. Ciao ciao. Stay safe.